This is Opposite Attractions, Season 2, Episode 2. This week's challenge, show us your weenie. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the happiest podcast on earth. I'm your host, as always, Scotty Moore, joined by the Adventurers Club wannabe, Jim Murphy. Kungaloosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy I've given, because like last season, it was a whole lot of Jim, and you're like, hey. Uh, no, at least hey I was, I'm very did. tired most of the time when we record this, I apologize. I've given you the Kungaloosh to give us the power to go through with these episodes now. By the power of improv comedy. By the power of improv comedy. I have some I power. Have, I have the location and, and the occupation I need. Yeah. So you sent me something early, er, interesting earlier today. And it was the monorail unlike I've ever seen it before. Uh, the monorail like has problems. The Apparently it actually happened a couple of days ago, and I think it actually happened before they put the signs up telling people not to lean on the doors. I think that is why they put those signs up. Well, and for those it, of you I guess the, who's yeah. not seen it, I don't think there would have been a door to lean on. It's the problem. because It wasn't open fully. It was only open about two to three feet, but it was still open, and it was on the... Uh, transportation and ticket center to epcot track which is i think 4.2 miles or yeah. some such and of track. also very very fast i also like the person who posted it on instagram they had a right to be mad they almost died but if you're gonna post it on social media at least be funny they were just like uh disney what the fuck's happening perhaps uh maybe think about safety in the future and i'm like bit fucking four keys number one safety we know it, about safety. It just It's just another thing because of... Okay, so Red had a door come open, and apparently it didn't set off any sensors. Monorail Teal, I think, has been towed a couple of times in the past, like, two to three months. Uh, uh, when I, one of the last times... One of the last times I went there, uh, I definitely got stuck on the monorail for 45 minutes, not knowing what it was until they finally got the doors open and were like, yeah, just fucking leave. Here's like five fast passes. And I'm like, well, oh, okay. Again, the problem is, is that Siemens, everyone's favorite uh, communications <laughs> uh, company, went to Disney and were like, hey, contract's coming up. Uh, we'd like to renew, but we want... A part of our contract is to be to give you guys new monorails with our name on them. And I guess Disney said F that. And uh, that's well, what basically forced them out of that's what basically forced them out of the contract. And so they weren't going to renew. Yeah. And so it's well, like, I mean, wouldn't you don't want now, the every semen day, train. every day, like, like literally I saw that news story saying that they wanted to replace the monorail. And for the next like week, it was like once every other day. It was up. Oh, monorail teal needs towed again. 
So it's like how Apple has been putting in, like, programming it to break down so you have to buy a new one. The monorails are now breaking down, so Disney's like, I guess I gotta bring back the semen train. Let's put this semen train on the trap to Epcot, baby. Let's go. I thought that was the same as the Iron Man train because of Tony Stark. (laughs) Oh, man. It's just... I, I... I feel weird about it because, like, like I sometimes have... I feel weird on the monorail just because, like, you you re- like as a kid you're like, way like this is way fun, and then as an adult you're kind of like, this thing goes fairly quick, and it also isn't like it's just being held into the air by magnets, and that could go bad. By magnets, and there was, on, and like, there a was very a very thin strip of land. And there was the the crash where somebody was killed, too. So there's yeah. like it's like all these things added up. Like maybe you should look into replacing them and safety. Hey and Jim, fun fact: this wasn't what I was gonna talk about, but thank you for instilling the fear of Christ in me. For any time my st- uh, question: Have you did you ever get to ride in the front of a monorail car, or was that before no, your time? That was before my time, I believe. Because I I did that a few times, and it's like like I wish that we like that people could still do it because it is an amazing thing to like sit up there and do it because there's seats and crap like it's it's wonderful up there. Yeah, but but yeah, they don't because of the wreck and, and the death. They don't let people do that anymore, and it's kind of sad. But, oh no, shit! No, I was gonna say like. I still have the living on Orlando mentality that I, since I'm going in a few weeks, I've got to get out of it. Because I know I'm going to go down there and be like, 30 minutes of wait? Oh, fuck that. We're not doing that. And then she'll be like, that seems about normal with everything. I'm like, no, 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 you don't. We can just come back tomorrow. Oh, no, we can't. And like, like when You're I got gonna stuck get so on... so tired so fast. <laughs> when I got stuck on the monorail, I remember being like, ah, oh, it's whatever. We can just come back another day. Holy shit, could you imagine just going down there for like, because we're only going down there for a weekend. I have one day to do a Disney trip. <laughs> and if anything goes wrong, I'll be like, I, I will turn into the fifth day dad who is exhausted <laughs> and tired and just be like, I want fast passes for every ride. You have ruined our vacation. I, I did. Uh, I did Epcot and the Magic Kingdom in two days like a week before Christmas in 2012 and boy did that was that a and the second day we went to Epcot the first day and then the second day the Magic Kingdom was open until midnight and we almost like we made it to like 10 o'clock and we're like fuck this this is where like we were so dead because all we did for the two days was like run oh dude it's and now and now as a I go now and I'm like oh it's 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 two in the afternoon let's just go take a nap (laughs) every day i legitimately have like planned out meticulously where we're going what time everything i'm like hold on like 8 30 to 9 30 going from the airport to the hotel 9 30 to 10 30 go from the hotel to epcot 10 30 to 11 just try to get into epcot 11 to 2 epcot eat pizza get drunk 3 to 8, Magic Kingdom, see fucking fireworks. 8 to 9, go back, watch more fucking fireworks at Epcot, get a little bit more drunk, go back home. And that's so the you easy need, version. Um, you need a the guidebook end. to carry around with you and like hold it in the air and yell. Yeah. We need to the follow end. this. 
The advanced version is worse, because that's the one where I'm like, okay, first uh, we walk inside, then we go see Baymax, <laughs> then we go around, then we're going to go see... Like, it's creepy. I told you I'm pretty sure I met Baymax and it wasn't a person. <laughs> Wait, I'm what? I'm so offended by that. Hold on, I don't think... It, you may have told when me, I, but you have not told this podcast. Yeah, when I, when I, when I met Baymax, he, I'm pretty certain there was not a person inside that giant bubbly uh, outfit. I'm pretty sure it was just a static... Uh, like like basically a waving arm inflatable tube band, but very um, but asking me if I was satisfied with my care. That's got to be why they have that little motherfucker shuffle around so much. Then they're just like, you have to prove you're a real person, it, and so he just kind of nubs. Like when you just walked, and because you don't see when you get in line, you can't watch him. You can't watch yeah. the interaction. So you get up there and you just turn the corner, and he's just standing there. And I'm like, okay. And so we walk up, like, put, and they're like, we put our arms around him, and they take the picture, and they're like, "Thank you." And I'm like, "What the what? Okay, okay." They're just like, "Don't try to." I'd seen them. them. You do not I'd seen him shuffle around because we were there earlier that day and saw Joy and Sadness. And mm. I, I have to tell you, Sadness is the, the best character greeting ever, meeting thing ever. <laughs> sadness is so like. <laughs> I felt bad the first time we met. Or the only time I've met Joy and Sadness because usually they got a hell of a line. Because that is that's probably one of my favorite movies is Inside Out. Um, but I felt bad because like it was me, my girlfriend, and her brother. Um, and me and my girlfriend are next to Joy, and she looks so happy. And then it is her brother next to Sadness, and I'm like, oh no, that's why. Well, that's why have, Sadness is so sad. <laughs> I have very good uh, like live photos from my phone of Sadness, like doing perfect little. Just the body language in that character was perfect. It's so good. Like uh, another one that uh, another good like iPhone live photo where you can press it and see what happens. It's of. Um, I, I think it's one of the, um, oh shit, why can I not remember their names? The, the animatronic singing people. The animatronic <laughs> singing animal. Why can't what? I remember? The Tiki Room? Those? No, I keep wanting to say the Berenstein Bears, and I know that's wrong. The Country Bears? <laughs> yeah, it's one of the fucking Country Bears, and he's walking down just like, hey! And then, he, like, but... The way we took it, he was kind of going fast, so it looks like a scary movie jump scare. You press it, and you just see nothing, and then, hey! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God! Blood on the saddle. <laughs> so, this is a podcast where we try to create our own theme park, because clearly because we're, we're the, only ones, we're the yes. only ones smart enough to do it. Oh, uh, we we're are. so intelligent. And we created our brand new theme park last week, which, Jim, would you like to discuss the name? Um, no, but <laughs> I, I just, you did not like the, the name that you had picked out or any uh, subsequent ideas I threw at you. And then I came up with uh, another word that apparently Disney loves to use with everything, and that is Vista. Yeah, which I was fine. Um, was it the VIS was? Yeah, the what? VIS stands for uh, because of your idea. It stands for voting, interact, interactivity, or interaction, or whatever, and streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, it, we are building the world's first fully interactive theme park. It is now known as Vista. Which, by the way, I'd also thought about it. Last season's was Apex. This one's Vista. It's all kind of mountain terminology. Yeah, Next I know. One. I. I, I thought of that too, and I was sad, but oh well. And so uh, we decided this week to come up with what we dub our dubbed the weenie of our parks. 
Yeah, we forgot is... to mention that last time. Yeah, well, no, we got done, we were just like, I think at one point during the episode, you are like, it's very important that we dictate what our challenges be, and that we did not dictate a challenge. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just funny, you're like about to hang up the Skype call, and you're like, oh, by the way, what should we do? What's our challenge? Yeah. Oh, and oh so, crap. Uh, would you like to bring your I, weenie I to do, the table? I do, I <laughs> do. Just slap it right up there. Slap your weenie on the table. Let us all see. <laughs> oh, I'm good. Okay, so, um, oh god, uh, I'm basically moving the um, the stuff that you wanted to put at the front of the park into my weenie. Yes. Oh, um, okay. Like all the all the signage, like your Times Square looking. Yeah, you got a Times uh, Square weenie. I'm not saying that couldn't be a thing that we do up there but maybe not in a like people don't stand around at the front of the park too much and i don't think they would care that that stuff is there it's more like you get in and it's like stroller rental on one side oh, guest relations yeah. on the other and then it's like get get the hell out and you're like you're only passing through there to enter or leave i don't think I don't this know. is the kind of place where we'll have a parade I was going to say, I'd argue, I'd argue that this would have some people sticking around it. Well, okay, so basically the way I'm picturing it is it's like Times Square, except a lot longer. <laughs> so Times Rectangle. So you kind of enter into this uh, Main Street USA, except it's Main Street New York City, and well, it's all big okay. and pumped. If you want to make the whole of the... Like, if we're going to go with that kind of design where it's, like, a similar design to, say, like, the Magic Kingdom or to the yeah. studios, like, that's fine if you want that entire stretch to have something that is with with the uh, the streaming part of it. That's cool. Uh, but my weenie is actually a, uh, it's a ride and a restaurant. Uh, it, it is a 14-story drop ride called The Download. Oh. Okay. And uh, the uh, restaurant at the base of it is called the Down Below. I was going to call it the Down Low, but that has sexual connotations that I wasn't uh, <laughs> that, that I wasn't uh, comfortable with uh, explain, uh, using. So basically, instead of being like the Tower of Terror or like many of those other uh, similar rides, this would have four cars running simultaneously. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go through the ride first, then I'll go to the, the, the restaurant. Yep. Um, so it, you would load, basically, if you were looking at the front of the building, there would be, like, the restaurant would be kind of in the front, uh, the entrance would be to the right, the ride would be, like, sticking out of the back of it, it'd be, like, the whole, like, it'd be coming out of the middle or whatever, and right. you would load on the left, or the queue would be to the left, um, the, the cars would be facing each other, so they wouldn't be facing outward to, like, show what, like, what the rest of the park looked like from the top. They'd be facing yeah. inward toward each other in, a like, a diamond or square shape. Yes. Okay, you with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I want to so, make sure the, the slogan for this ride is go down on your friends here at Vista, right? <laughs> Whatever you say. Um, and then eat out later. <laughs> the, uh... The, the idea would be that all four cars would load at the same time and go up at the same time. And uh -huh. uh, on the armrests of all of the seats would be three buttons. And they would be numbered. Like, each car you were in would have a number, one, two, three, or four. 
on your armrest would be whatever other numbers. So if you were in car number one, you would have a little set of buttons. Holy shit! That would say two, three, and four. The car two would say one, three, and four, etc. You get to the top, and like as you're going up, it's kind of like a voice is kind of explaining to you what is going to happen. And that is that when you reach the top, it will be open out. So you will be able to see the other three cars full of people. Uh, and there'll be some sort of a sound dampening system in place, so it's not like just people screaming cuss words at each other from across <laughs> the you space. You fucking asshole! Carl! So, basically, once you hit the top, like, a light, like, the lights would come on, so you could see everybody, and yeah. you would have ten seconds to basically punch in what order you want the other three cars to drop in. Oh, shit! <laughs> and then, after the ten seconds... There would be like a couple seconds where it would calculate it out, and then every three seconds after that, one of the cars would drop in whatever order averaged out to be first, second, third, this over is, like all the cars. You have made Survivor the theme park ride. And then you would, so, so I'm thinking like it would average them out over everybody. So, like, if you're in car number one, it would take every person that hit one first in the second, third, and fourth cars yeah. would would average together. So if it was like, if 50% of the people in the cars picked one to go down first, like, yeah. like it, that's what would go, and like, you would just drop, and you, I'm thinking, you know, two or three drops or whatever, just like Tower of Terror. But uh, I also thought that, let's see. Yeah, I, 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 um, so, so that basically be it is, and then it would show you at the at the exit like what the votes were in terms of like numbers. Yeah, who were the biggest assholes? Um, it wouldn't show pictures. It wouldn't show your fi- like. It would take pictures of you when you dropped, but it wouldn't show you like oh like this guy in this seat picked this car to mm-hmm. go first. Like it wouldn't show that, but it would show like this was the order in which they picked. Like you all picked to go to to do the drop. Um, that being said. On the outside of the building, at least up a little ways, not the whole 140 feet, but up mm-hmm. part of the way, it would have that Times Square look where you would actually see video from yep. the inside of the cars, like streaming video from inside the cars on the ride, like at the bottom. So each each tower, like if you're looking at the tower that, that the first car is in, you will mm-hmm. see video, silent video of the people in the car. as they go up and vote and then drop down what you are describing is quite possibly the best way to get weakest link back on the air and how to keep it there (laughs) you all the weakest link goodbye fuck there would also be uh in the queue at various places uh little voting stations that you could that anyone in the line can just go up and hit the numbers in any order they want, and for the next ride down, those not those button pushes would get put into. Oh, the there numbers. is audience tabulation as well. There, there would be there would be uh, there would be little things there, and you would also mm-hmm. see video in the queue of the cars, right? And also in the restaurant, I'm thinking half the restaurant would be like a family-oriented style restaurant. The other half would be more like a bar lounge area. And in there as well, I don't want to say it'd be like a hard rock cafe or something, but there would be videos in there and like curated. 
and Japanese um, men playing poker with a loaded pistol on the table. It would be there would be uh, streams from other rides in the park that we haven't figured out yet, and then there would also be like social media stuff that would pop up. But of course, like I said, it would be monitored. It wouldn't be yeah. just like random crap. But dicks, in the adult dicks, section. Dicks. In the in the lounge section, there would be more of a chance that there might be something dirty pop up uh, as far yeah. as, like, if somebody curses or whatever. But also, in the adult section, it would be the same um, at every table. Like, you know, at, like, some restaurants, they put that little touch pad yeah. that, like, you can pay on. It would be that, and you can vote for the... You can vote Drops. there, too. Um, I, I think the inside okay. of the restaurant... <laughs> wait, I have, I have more notes. Uh, the inside of the restaurant would be very cyberpunk-ish. Yeah. Like, but not, like, bleak, uh, like, not Blade Runner bad, but it'd be, like, there would be areas that were, like, darker than others, and, Tron, um, maybe? Like, like I don't, I, like, I guess, I, I think there would be wall, like, water walls, um, yeah. a lot of the, there'd be a lot of neon going, not harsh neon and not, like, tacky neon, but it would just be there, like, mm-hmm. artistically done. And the menu of the restaurant would be very much, like, larger portion, like, street food. Mm-hmm. Hot dogs, sushi, I, um, uh, I, let's I, see, skewers, stuff like, uh, mm-hmm. euros. Like kebabs. And, uh, and, uh, various alcoholic and non-alcoholic specialty mm-hmm. beverages. I want to, I want to pitch a quick idea about the bar section. I want to call it the Big Brother Bar. And it's not just this one ride you get to affect. You can look at any ride that's going at any point. Well, if we did something with the tabletop things, Mm -hmm. that could work if it was something like where you could actually look at various rides and like watch them. Yes. From your, but only from your table, like, it wouldn't show on everything. Like, that would be more random and more curated. But at your table, you can be like, I wonder what's going on at this water, uh, this water ride over here. And you can just hit a button. Do you know how and, good this is? if for there life. was stuff in the ride that could be affected, that would be affected by the people on the ride as uh-huh. well. Like, you could affect it there, too. I think that, that, that works. I love that. Because do you know how good this is going to affect, like, big family vacations where, like, grandma and grandpa can't ride anything? And they're just like, where did Carla say she's going? Oh, she's going to ride the roller coaster. Let's fuck that bitch up. And then, like, Carla's on the roller coaster. <laughs> Grandma's got a salty mouth. Good lord. <laughs> she's, well, she's at the bar. That's why. She's, uh, Carla's on her ride. She looks down at the screen in front of her and it just says, love you, sweetheart. Kiss face and then drop (laughs) oh god okay so i just want to let you know uh that fuck you a lot of that was already on my piece of paper (laughs) well i had to start somewhere because i definitely uh, i i wanted to do a drop ride i like your i love your name more than mine which was called the eight second ride and i (laughs) I, 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 it, we all kind of came up with different games, I guess. Um, w- w- the first one I came up with was everybody just has a singular button. One button. And that button determines if you go down or not. Someone has to press the button. Two people have to press it or else you will drop the full length of this 100-foot building. <laughs> so... You have to at least have two people press it. 
However, the more people press it, the further you will drop. So if one person, 10 feet, two people, 20, 30, 40, going more and more. So you have to be like, I don't know. Did these people look trustworthy? I don't. Uh, okay, I'll drop it. So, so wait, the people, so you're in the car. Mm-hmm. Facing outwards. When, on mine where you're facing okay, outwards. Okay, so, so when do you choose? I think there are just like certain moments, like three or four different. This one I didn't flesh out too much. I, I know the beginning of it, you're going to have normal drop ride stuff. Because I definitely want to go to the top and get that like Tower of Terror view. Except you look out and you see all of, uh, what did I name it? I named a uh, Vista Circle is what I called it. The Vista Circle, which is kind of our Times Square. And so <laughs> Instead I, of a square, it's a circle, yes. Yeah, and so uh, that's one of the things. Now, the idea I liked more is uh, you go on the ride and there's a mad scientist. <clears throat> and he's just like, we are here to determine trust. And we are here to determine the power of teamwork between individuals in a high-intensity situation. <laughs> and no kidding. Yeah. And so in this one, they give you like 30 seconds of normal, normal Tower of Terror just to shake you up. Then at, once you're full, and then it spins you. <laughs> so now you're fully disoriented. You're totally confused. And you have two buttons, up and down. And all it determines is 10 feet. You can either go up 10 feet or down 10 feet. Everybody has to make a choice if you go up or down by, like, you have 8 seconds. That's why it was called the 8 second ride, but I can change it to 10 now. Um, and the point of it, since it's cooperation, is you have to, within, like, 5 tries, land on the exit of the ride. <laughs> And so, is the exit on the bottom? No. No, the exit is just somewhere in the middle. You don't know. You're confused <laughs> and disoriented. <laughs> and what's worse is even okay. if you know where it is, not everyone else around you does. So you have to scream and be like, five people press this, five people. Like, did you ever play? <laughs> oh did you ever God. play? Do you ever play that game? I know I did it in elementary school where they were just like, everyone be quiet, be patient. I want you all to count to 100, but only one person can do it at the time. So, like, one, then someone else says two, then, like, two people say three, you have to start over. So, that's where this ride goes. And it's essentially, one person has to take over and be like, guys, we're gonna die, we got ten seconds. Half of the room, press it, half room, don't. Um... I did come up with a little bit of game theory, which is your, your best tactical thing is on your first one, everyone press down, because then you can at least see where it is. And then from that, you can be like, five people press it, five people don't. Um, and it's a very difficult ride to get right. Um, but after your five tries, if you don't nail it, it takes you all the way to the top. You see Vista Circle again, and then you just hear, eh! drops you the full length of the ride a fake floor crashes underneath you as if you are now falling through the floor and it takes you into like a basement basement place where you're just like oh god we're dead and you have to like it blows the walls out like the original tower to, of terror did yeah and you have to walk up 
like a staircase to get back. So essentially, your victory, your win, what you get for winning is not having to walk up five flights of stairs. So where's the, I'm, I'm confused as to where the load is for this, and the unload is in the air somewhere, and then you have to <laughs> what, take an elevator. <laughs> get off this um, elevator. You're 50 feet in the air still. Sorry. Get on this other elevator. We promise it won't fall catastrophically. <laughs> Um, well, firstly, I do want to say, if we have sponsors come in at any point, I think the Saw films would be amazing for this one. Would you like to play a game? Um, let's see, did I have any other exceptional notes? But here's the way I think of it. Uh, your ground, essentially what would be ground level, quote-unquote, is like 50 feet in the air for the ride. So 50 feet of the air, 50 feet of it is in the air. The other 50 feet is below ground. And so it will shoot you up and down through that as you attempt to land back on where you're supposed to go. But like I said, you have to have like a group of people around you to try to... Like, if you don't have a group of like the ten people in there, you're fucked. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I like the idea of... Maybe... You, you get on in the bottom... And they basically, it's almost like a, like, um, like a Price is Right game or something where it's like, you have to figure out which floor is like the golden floor and there's 10 of them. <laughs> and so no, you have okay. to, and then, so, so you still end up at the bottom at the end. It's just like, if you don't hit the right floor, like you don't really like maybe if like, it, it doesn't matter what the floor is. If you don't pick it, maybe you only drop from 50 feet instead of 100 yeah. feet. Can I just say, can we go back an episode? Because I just came up with the Price is Ride, the Price is Right themed theme park. <laughs> and holy shit. Like the fucking mountaineer ride where you're stuck yodeling. Oh my you God. go up to this thing and then do a drop. Or like maybe one where you're in a Plinko ball and you fall through water. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm really liking the Price is Right. I, I think we can uh, we can save that for the next season. Uh huh. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna forget it either. This ain't no Branson Landy. Yeah. I ain't giving up on this idea. Yeah, but I'm gonna yeah, write this down. I, I really, I I think the best thing to come out of this is the badass restaurant because like the the drop ride is just kind of there. I I don't know which one I like more. The reason I don't like the at least one base concept of yours is the fact that you're facing other people, meaning if someone gets motion sick and just has that projectile vomit happen. No, no, no. Imagine imagine the cars are as big as, say, like the Tower of Terror cars. They hold that many people. And they are each, like, basically a wall of a square. So, oh, I mean, okay. So you're a... Like, so the people that are next to you aren't, like, right next to you. They are... Like, like, if you're in the first car, the second and third cars are facing each other, but yeah. they're, like, 20 feet away from each other, or however far c across your car is. Like, they're that far away. I'm picturing what you're putting down, and I will say, I'm almost positive there was an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> where, where they were on a fixture shockingly similar to what you're pitching right now. I, I've only ever seen maybe one episode of that show. So what? So what the so ride is did. now is you get a deck of cards, <laughs> and it's time to duel, bitch. Um, 
<laughs> could we make that I the mean, most inaccessible in- park? There could be. If you want to go where they're facing out, you could have everybody facing out, but at the top of the car on the inside facing you are screens with all the other people in it. That's not bad. So you so, so, you so, be so like that guy looks like an asshole. I don't so, like that. So they guy. can see you in your car and you can see all of them and you still have to pick which who falls first. And then you watch on the screen as they just drop and you're like, "Well, that wasn't us first. Oh shit." And then you go down. I feel like the only problem is this this is like the monopoly of or Mario Kart of rides. This will end people's friendships. Mine I'm just saying Mine builds bonds that bring the people together. Um, I don't know. I, I really like the whole... I like the voting. Voting has to happen. And I feel like there are problems with both of ours, but the concept of it is a drop ride in the fucking big New York, bu- big New York building with a restaurant in the bottom. Also, uh, for mine... Instead, there's going to be, like, a big video feed on the top of the building, but I wanted to keep, like, space underneath it for tweets and stuff. But on the side, there's going to be, like, bright yellow LEDs going up, like these little dots, and that's how you measure where the people are. And you're like, oh, they're so close! They're almost (laughs) at it! They just missed it! (laughs) But, like, I think it's not going to be, like, sound dampened. You could talk to other people. So you could be, like, in in the ten seconds, be like, one person press it, but confirm you're pressing it before you press it. I'm pressing it. Good. <laughs> you're, it's a science project all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. I want to build collaboration. This is collaborate team. My other, my other, my, my other uh, option was if it was just a single drop single car drop is that you would have some sort of a dial on your armrest and you would have to pick how many seconds you were waiting at the top and oh, it would just God, average everything worse. together uh and it would average everybody's together so but i feel like everyone would pick 10 or one or whatever like it wouldn't be as like i, I like the idea of making it a, basically the choice of other people when you've dropped because everybody's still going to go down the same amount of times and it's just, you're going to be able to look across the way and see, like, up oh, there first, and they just disappear. Mm-hmm. I, you're not, not friends bad. going into this. This is just all random people. It's like the Jungle Cruise. Like, you're never going to see those people again. <laughs> just wave goodbye. They're just... I mean, you could all... If you had enough people, I guess, you could put everybody on different cars and then just see who falls first, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and all on... I, I think both are... I, I think... We can just say, if nothing else, the external's gonna be fine. It's the inside that we need to work on. But that's what we'll get to when we actually begin building this dick park. Um, so, so that, so fuck yeah, we got us a, a good restaurant. I don't think we've done a restaurant before, so that's good. Uh, and we've got our weenie for the park, which leads to my challenge, Jim. Okay. It's a, it is a challenge we down. discussed, and okay. I was gonna save it. But no, I'm because mostly because I already have my idea for it, and it is okay. I need I need you to build a ride. Okay. That there is no fucking way Disney could ever steal from us because they never put it in one of their parks. I want you to make me a dirty, nasty ride for the next two weeks. 
Like we'll we'll hide it in the back corner of of uh, Vista, but it's gonna be nasty. So you got next so something week. something that basically Disney can't copy and for, anti for whatever ride, reason. Yes, mine okay. funnily enough is in fact copying a Disney ride, but it's okay. You gotta <laughs> wait till next week to find out. So, uh, Jim Murphy, where can they find you? Oh, God. Oh, shit. Um, yes, language. I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart, and, uh, and I'm also uh, still working on Wonderlands at opposite-attractions.com. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy all my books on Amazon. There's Queasel Corp, Queasel Corp risen in the brand new BS versus the Gods Jim got a cameo in it like the very last moment. I was like, I'll write this in. It's fine. Um, make sure to check out all the other amazing BS Network products online. There's Fight Boys, the pro wrestling podcast we do, and of course a load of BS. And then of course we do do streams on Twitch every once in a while at twitch.tv slash a load of BS. Make sure to find all of our previous episodes, catch up on season one, do all that good stuff on opposite-attractions.com. Make sure to pick up some op at merch over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. We still got Juicy Peaches and Apex and all your favorite shirts from the last season up there. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Jim and me on Twitter at op at show. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?